Hello and welcome to Confessions of a Mum, a podcast where I'll share all things health, female and of course, mum. So whether you're hiding in the bedroom away from the kids, switching off on your commute to work with a coffee or trying to get the baby to sleep on a buggy walk, I hope this helps and enjoy. Good morning, my beautiful people. How are we all doing? I am currently recording this on a Monday. Um, Obviously, this goes up tomorrow on the Tuesday. And I am definitely in my autumnal fields right now in jumper. It's a little bit drizzly outside. I'm sitting here with my cup of tea in my autumn mug. Um, But we've only got a couple of days left. And then we're in November. Which, at the beginning of November for me, it's still autumn like i'm i'm still sitting with the yes it's autumn but i do then find it very acceptable um for people to start talking about christmas to start getting excited about christmas to you know be a bit more festive um but i'm i'm not someone who puts up my tree like first november i'm not i love christmas but i don't want to ever overkill it because i do think you can um i tend to do like that last weekend of november slash like the first of december um but apart from the covid year i think covid was probably the only time i think that you know i think we all did to be fair i I put it up a lot earlier and it was just because it was just depressing let's be honest um but then by the time christmas come i was just like christmas is, is done isn't it like that's how it felt because it was up for too long so i'm all about that balance all about that balance um but yeah feeling good um about that um my stomach update um, it's not really an update i think just each podcast i'll just kind of like drop in something to do with with the stomach because i don't necessarily think i'm going to do any more dedicated episodes to it i might do i don't i don't know if people want that obviously let me know but um i don't want to kind of make this channel all about that but equally it's part of my day-to-day life so i think it's quite important to you know mention it um I've been on the new drug for a couple of weeks, had my first lot of blood tests at the weekend, um, but this morning today, I have not had a particularly great stomach. I'm not having a very bad, we call it flare, call it episode, it's not a really bad one, but it's enough for me to feel a little bit sorry for myself um, and not necessarily want to venture in the great outdoors. So um, I am working from home. I'm doing this on my lunch break. Because that's how we roll over here. We, we fit things around our schedule. And, you know, um, I am actually also debating. And I don't know if people will be interested or not to start doing my podcast more visual. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work or not. Or people would even watch it. But I feel like I'm going in that direction. I think I'd like that visual side i'm quite a visual visual person um as much as i love the sound of my own voice um i i do find i'm quite expressionate and i think it would be quite fitting to kind of do do um a video podcast like everyone seems to be doing it now and i feel like i'm a little bit behind on it so let me know let me know if you think i should or not um i might drop a little poll at the end of this actually that you can let me know whether or not you think i should um, if you'd be up for it uh, because that would involve some investing time and effort and getting myself doled up you know putting a little bit of makeup on my face because right now i am in sweats jumper 
obviously zero makeup looking like Hagrid and and this works quite well but obviously if I do you know the, the filming side I, I do need to change it up my game a bit so on today's episode I wanted to discuss um the returning to work for maternity leave process and you know how I found it from my personal experience I'm four months back into work now so I feel like I'm at a point where I'm comfortable and confident enough to tell you exactly how I feel you know what I think about this whole experience um and you know where I'm at now um and just to kind of go over the maternity you know experience overall um it was definitely not what I thought it would be what I expected what I hoped um you know I think that whole pregnancy journey is this whole excitement of having a year off work is one let's be honest um but having that whole year of work with your with your baby that you you know hadn't met yet, and you just have this whole you know idea and concept in your mind that you know, well, however that looks like to everyone is is completely different and unique. But mine was you know all those lovely buggy walks and coffee dates with friends. I had a couple of friends also go on maternity leave a little bit after me, and I thought, oh, this is going to be the dream, and it just did not it did not pan out any way shape or form how I thought it would um and that's for multiple different reasons um but if I'm speaking from like my personal reasons I just found it just incredibly tough like you know Skylar wasn't I've mentioned it before she wasn't a buggy napper or anything like that so you know I ended up being quite restricted at home with naps and because she was a contact napper and it just become really hard and I'd be worried about going out and she had a little breakdown and and then I'd think you know by the time I'd go out because you know back in the day god the amount of naps she'd do a day I can't remember now but it was too many to count and I was just like by the time I go out I'd have to come home for a nap and it just got it just got to the point I ended up going into this routine of hibernation and there were pros and cons to it like you know a lot of you know days I liked it you know i preferred our little bit you know our little bubble you know we had our own routine but then there were other days definitely where I was losing the will to live Um, you do get very lonely it gets very isolating and even with other mum friends like everyone's got their own stuff going on so you're not all the you know you're not always there 24 7 for each other to chat and um you know you've all got your own stuff you know you're you're dealing with so I did find it it got really tough and also financially got really tough you know I was on statutory maternity from, you know, early on and, you know, that's, that's also part of it. You know, you don't have the money to be out and about and spending, you know, on lavish lunches and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it just, it just got to the point where, yeah, we, we kind of stayed in a lot of the time. Um, and mentally, I don't think looking back and the way I'm speaking about it now, I don't think it was the healthiest, but at the same time I'm okay now I'm fine now and I think that's the main point I want to get across you know with this whole experience you you just get through it however you can get through it um you know it's as simple as that and I think if I was to do everything again and I'd love to hope that I will do it all again there will be a lot of things I do differently um and sometimes you just don't know until you go through this you know process the first time round. you don't really know so yeah so lesson learned in a lot of ways but yeah the going back to work process was a big thing because I had to really think you know long and hard of of everything to be honest because 
you know, if I was going back to work, I knew I wouldn't be going back full time, you know, because, well, two reasons, childcare in the UK is, is ridiculous. But also, I still wanted at least one day a week with, you know, with her to just have as me and her still. I, you know, I'm, I'm not quite, she's still young, you know, she's only one, so I, I didn't want to let that go yet. Um, but obviously, financially, you have to think of the financial, you know, obligations involved because especially now cost of living it's really tough really tough um but i knew that for me personally on a selfish level i knew going back to work was the best and the right thing for me and my mental health because you know i i needed something that was was away from her that wasn't mum related i wanted you know even though it's work it's me um and it's that separation I just really needed it you know after a year where it was near enough just us most of the time um I didn't have I've said it before like you know big support network of people just you know constantly around constantly helping looking after her I didn't have any of that it was near enough just me a lot of the time so I think once that year had come up I just was, I was ready to just have that me time. But also, even before she was one, you know, she was such a interactive child, constantly wanting to do things, be around people. And I just knew that nursery would be where she'd thrive. I knew it would be for her. Um, she would get way more from nursery than she would from me at home. I know that. I am not, and I'm not ashamed to say this at all, not one of those mums that gets up at the crack of dawn with us, sets up activities for the day, you know, and, you know, she's learning and developing and excelling every single, you know, moment she's with me. No, I, I'm I'm not. And I'm, I'm not even ashamed to say it. I think it's just unrealistic that, you know, even for stay-at-home mums that this 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 marker is put on you that you should be you know sitting there doing reading writing exercises painting exercises types of different activities to you know stimulate their brains it's just it's a lot and you can't do that every day you can't you can do it sometimes fine but you can't do it all the time whereas nursery that's that's what that's for that's their jobs it's you know, there's other kids as well that they're also learning from. And I knew that she would thrive. She would absolutely thrive. And, you know, kind of going over that, um, she, four months in, I'm not saying that stuff she's doing, she wouldn't have done without nursery because she may well have, and she probably would have, to be honest. I don't, I really don't know. I've got nothing to compare this to, but I do genuinely think some of the things that she's doing now I think nursery has 100% helped or even if she was doing it it's just helped with leaps and bounds for her um in so many different ways um I think walking for one I mean she started walking here and we got her first steps and everything which was great but she was very you know wobbly and, and whatever but where other kids at nursery were walking the moment she joined I think it it just encouraged her like she's seeing other kids and thinking hold on I want to do that because that's what their brains are doing. You know, they're seeing things and thinking, oh, but they're doing that. So I'm going to do that. And they copy. Same with eating, you know, with a, a spoon. Um, she was trying to do it early in the weaning process. But, you know, it's a tough one for them to grasp. And, you know, now at nursery, because they obviously physically can't feed all of the kids, you know, at the same time, it kind of pushes a little bit that, you know, enforcement. But to the point now, though, where you can't feed her. She wants to feed herself. There is no question 
her independent sass has just come out there. She will not be fed. So all of these things are generally definitely come from nursery. And I remember when I made the decision and, you know, I am Denard and, you know, got to that point and I, you know, that was it. And then I viewed nurseries. Um, and that was another thing, actually. I went viewing nurseries was, a, was an experience in itself because, you know, there's not too many in our area where we live, but I already in my head was like, no, I'm going to go with this one because it's closer to home, you know, da, 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 da. And funny enough, out of the ones I saw, that was the one I didn't like. <laughs> so, and it's weird because everyone, you've got your whole... I don't know, viewing a nursery, is it like viewing a house? I suppose so, but you're, you're thinking of so many things for your child and, you know, you also want to, yes, you want to make sure the environment's great. There's all these questions and, and personal things that you're going to want to go over for yourself, but it's also about getting on with the people there and who run the nursery and making sure you're all on the same page and, you know, and, and that was really important for me, um, you know, in picking. And then you have the waiting list as well may I add and I'm glad to be honest I am glad I did this when I did although looking back I should have done it even earlier so I was looking at nurseries in February this year big like literally first week of February and I was going back to work when she was one end of June and I thought that was plenty of time but even then with this nursery that I, I chose and that she is at even then she could not start until um another two months down the line i was like oh my god no and then they thankfully a week later said actually she can start like six weeks down the line but for two days not the three days and i was like oh so then i was frantically trying to find childcare to cover it was very stressful and thank god as the time approached they contacted me and i think um i can't remember now what exactly happened but they basically said that availability so she literally was just a month not her not being there so I'd booked some annual leave and then I had um, a couple of weeks where I had someone um, help me on a couple of days. So it worked out absolutely fine. It worked out really well. And then she started. But that, no one really tells you. No one tells you how early to do it. No one. So my advice to anyone looking at going back to work, literally look, I mean, as far in advance as you possibly can, because no matter what, they'll just save a place for you regardless um you can't do it too soon um and mine did like a 50 pound deposit just to hold the place which you know in comparison wasn't too much to be honest uh, but there are others that do actually get you to pay like in advance like a month in advance but this one that i went with actually was a 50 pound deposit just to secure the place but it's definitely worth doing it as early as you can um especially now with the child care system um you know they're all short staffed there's not as many placements anymore so yeah that's my big advice that I definitely would give anyone quite confidently there. Like I know a lot of people, you know, wait till their child turns three because you do get that 15 hours free, um, paid for. Um, and you know what? I completely get it on a financial level. There is no question. Even now I'm not thriving financially. So I do, I actually completely get it. Childcare is so expensive in the UK. It's 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 absurd how expensive it is. Um and as much as you know the government have put something that's gonna start rolling out next year in place, I don't think a lot of nurseries even could accept it because it's the system's not great. Let's just put it that way. The system is not great. Um so yeah, so I completely get now going through this whole journey four months in I completely get it why people wait at that point. I do. Um, however, me not working at all for a couple of years, I don't think would have been good for me. Um, the 
moment we did settling in sessions so oh god i remember that like it was yesterday i was an emotional wreck she only did like two no she had three sessions and they were like a couple of hours long she wasn't there for that long but it was just i think it's the also it was the first time i'd ever left her somewhere as well with people that i didn't really know um well left her anywhere in general to be honest because she's just always with me so it was just that whole experience was the weirdest thing and I did not like it. I didn't. And that's when I did start to think, "What? okay, what am I doing? This isn't good. This isn't good. I, I should, you know, why am I feeling like this? And when I knew from what everyone has told me that's gone through this, it was a completely normal way to feel. But it just, it was, yeah. And then when I was dropping her off, she was actually okay. She never cried dropping her off. Um, but when I'd pick her up from these few settling in sessions, she'd cry the moment she'd see me. She was having fun, but she'd see me and really cry. And I think now I know, and I'm educated enough to say, that it was just the fact that she'd had fun, but see me, and it's just made her realise, oh my God, I've not seen my mum for, you know, and then they start getting really overwhelmed and emotional, and that's why they cry. So when the first week came round, um, when she was there, and I'd already been, got, I'd gone back to work already for like a month, so I'd, I'd settled back into work, but I'd, she was still here, so it wasn't quite the same. And I just remember having a meeting that, that morning and someone said something I can't remember that was asking about her and I just started crying my eyes out I was a mess and I just thought this is just this is awful and I was like counting down the hours to go and pick her up and I was just like oh what you know and same thing I was dropping her off she was fine I was picking her up and she was like hysterically crying when she saw me but because she wasn't crying when I was dropping her off I felt fine because I was like okay she's clearly okay because otherwise she'd be crying when I drop her off she's not so that's good even though, by the way, from my understanding from other mums, that's also okay too, because it takes kids, you know, they, they sometimes cry when you drop them off, but the moment you've left, they're then absolutely fine, you know, so that's also normal, but I think it just made it easier that she wasn't crying. And then I think it literally was only a couple of weeks, it was, God, not even that, and the tears stopped completely when I go pick her up, and it became smiles and happiness, and she even now I go to pick her up my highlight of my day is I go pick her up and she has the biggest smile on her face and she just runs straight over to me and gives me a hug and it is I if I could bottle it if I could bottle that and have that for the rest of my life I would because it's the nicest feeling of her genuinely you know she's had fun she's really content but she's also still so happy that I'm there and happy to see me so it just yeah and even this morning I dropped her off obviously we're now you know four months into this I dropped her off this morning and she just goes straight off, doesn't even look at me now. She she doesn't look back. She goes, I'm off, mum. I've got my friends. I've got my toys. I'm going to get all the food and all the snacks. You just go. Don't worry about me. Like, she loves it. She absolutely loves it. And seeing her thrive, honestly, just makes this whole, you know, journey so much easier. It's made it so much easier for me. And now, you know, when I do go to drop off, I don't have that regret. I don't. It's, it sounds horrible, but there are some, especially on a Monday, where I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for today, just to, you know, let's have some time. Let's have, let's have some time, you know, away from each other. And then I pick her up, and we have a Tuesday together, choosing my day off. Um, and it's just great. It's lovely. It's just a really nice balance. Um, so, yeah, it's worked really well. Um, doing my job part-time, I mean, I've not worked a part-time job since I was a teenager, so working part-time was a yeah again an experience but I've adapted my job very easily works doing part-time um 
I mainly work from home, which is where I think I'm really lucky. Like, so I'm so close to nursery. So when I do ever get a call where I've got to go pick her up, I'm just there, um, you know. And I think it just, yeah, everything just fits in, um, you know, with our new our new lifestyle, I suppose. And everything is going to change even more, you know, when she hits that territory where she's ready for, obviously, reception. When she's four, you know, things will change even more. I mean, God, that's a few years away, but it's going to come quick, it's going to come very, very quick, just to think she's almost a year and a half old, and I'm just like, where does time, where does time go, but yeah, um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of just touch on this really, that my, my experience with returning to work, adjusting to a new way of working, a new way of, you know, me and Skylar spending time together in a different way, and her having that time away from me, has, at the moment been nothing but positive the only negative i'm going to say i think if you haven't guessed it by now you probably will when i say the joys of nursery is the joys of the sickness that the the constant illness so since she started nursery she has had back-to-back colds she's had tonsillitis she has had uh we think ringworm but i'm not 100 percent sure on that um, it was a bit of a theory, um, and a cough that has seemed to have lasted three whole solid months, um, to the point I took her to the doctor and they checked her chest because it's just like, she's just got a constant cough or she's had a constant cold. We're currently in a week gap of a cold, woohoo, but when she could get her next one? Pro- probably this week, because it's what it feels like at the moment, it's literally every other week she's catching a cold. Um, but I know it's all part of that build the immune system, it's nursery life, I'm preferring the colds to, we've not had no bugs yet and I don't really want the bugs coming home because, oh my god, I do no one wants a bug, do they, at the best of times, let alone your kid, so at the moment, colds, I can deal with, but um, it's just part of this whole process, isn't it, their immune system needs to build and constantly getting ill is is definitely the sucky part of nursery, it really is. But it'll all be fine in the end. It's all worth it, you know. Um, as I said, she's thriving, and that's the main thing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it, really, for for this episode. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants, I don't know, any advice or anything or anything detailed, anything specific, please pop me a message and let me know. I'm more than happy to help. Um, I will do what I always do, and you know, finish with a, a quote. So this one fits right in to this topic perfectly. Returning to work after maternity leave may be bittersweet, but it's a reminder of the strength and resilience of mothers. The end of maternity leave is not the end of motherhood. It's just the beginning of a new chapter filled with new milestones and adventures. Being a working mum doesn't mean loving your child any less. It means teaching them the value of hard work and dedication. That is spot on, um, and that right there, my friends, is why if you're going through this process yourself and you are going to return to work, but you feel really guilty because your child, you know, is young or you know you think they're too young, trust me when I say go with your gut, do what's right for you. You know, if all else fails and you go through this and it's not for you or it's not for your child, you know, you can just you know make different decisions and, and you know go from there. But if you're like me and you know you you kind of had to make that decision for you know for your selfish purposes there's nothing wrong with it absolutely nothing wrong with it 
Um, but also, just a shout out to those who, for financial reasons, who want to be a stay-at-home mum, but financially can't and have to go back to work. I really feel for you, and honestly, nothing but respect, because there's nothing worse than than doing something you really don't want to do and that you don't think is beneficial um, you know, for you or your child, but you equally you have an obligation and, and you don't have a choice and not having a choice is is really tough so anyone out there who's in that position um I, you know again i really feel for you but look at the positives um from my experience personally just think even if you don't you know, want to return to work um you know but you have to that there are so many good things that will come out of this for you and your child, um, you know, um, and the positives do outweigh the negatives in that sense. Um, but yeah, anyway, I will leave that here. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope everyone's good. And I look forward to speaking to you all, potentially seeing you all <laughs> um, very soon. Take care. Bye.